You're listening to the Horrified Chicken Podcast. Warning, spoilers, and explicit language. I wish for I wish for as disgusting as it tastes. I wish the alcohol content was a little bit higher. Sean uh, opened four beers, three beers, and I have three beers in front of me. <laughs> no, I opened, well, yeah. Because I, I opened one. Yes. That right. I like. Then Sean is like, I'm going to drink this. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm going to try this one. <laughs> well, we had a Christmas party and we uh, do like a beer tasting. All our friends bring some stuff. My cousin brought a ton of beer. And uh, we did not go through all of it that night. So we have a ton of leftover. And it's all like, I mean, stuff from just everywhere. Like my cousin brought all these microbrews. We got stuff from, I bought some Scottish beer that I'm drinking right now. This uh, Bellhaven Brewery Scottish Ale. It's a rich, nutty, smooth. It ain't smooth. It's definitely nutty. nutty. (laughs) It's nutty, but it ain't smooth. But uh, anyways, hey, cheers. 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 Clink with me. I can't reach you. This is episode number 50. 50. Wow. Who Fi- would have thunk? Yeah. Episode 50. We're going into our, to, to begin our third year here in a couple months now. Did, do you know when we started? Was it? February. February. Okay. So we're close to starting our third year. Well, let's just say this is our third year. Okay. I always, I think of it differently. I think I'm going into my third year because then when you say that, it's like you're saying you've been doing it for three. Fuck it. My wife likes to give me a dirty looks. Anyways, it's exciting because honestly, when we started doing this podcast, did you think we'd get to episode 50? Yeah. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I, I just didn't know. I mean, because <clears throat> you hear a lot of podcasts say like when, if you can get to episode 50, like that's, that's good because a lot of shows start and they don't even get to episode 20. Who's these lot of podcasts? Just when, what? Don't see. You like, wanna, what is the lot of? Is okay, this like I'm a, gonna say this. I okay. So I've been listening to podcasts for a really long time. For 50 years. Not that long, but um, a lot of shows don't make it past episode 20. Some don't make it past episode 10 because yes, it's free and this and that, but it it is time consuming at times, and it can be a pain in the ass or whatever. You just if you're doing it with someone else, sometimes it doesn't work out. So, well, plus, I mean, let's get real for a minute. Ready? We're going to get real. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, do that again. Oh, boy. Getting real, people. We do this for free. And, you know, you might not like listening to us. We may annoy you. But, you know, for those that do like it, it's free. Free entertainment. Yes. Most podcasts are. We are are. like the jesters at the royal court. Just here to amuse you. <laughs> and ourselves at times. And ourselves. Definitely. And I don't mind that. But, you know, so I can see why a lot of podcasts don't make it past 50. Well, I think. Because we, it's time consuming. It is. And we're lucky in the sense that, you know, we obviously our schedules can work around each other because we live together and we're husband and wife. So it's easier that way where some. Plus, Sean is a editing wizard. He went to wizarding school for that. I did. I did go to wizarding school. So um, it's funny because you had a conversation with someone earlier about podcasting and, and not everybody knows what it what podcasting is. I still run into people like when I talk to them at work, or whatever, they're like, what is podcast? What is it? And you have to kind of give them that spiel, right? And there's like a cliff note spiel again, but you had posted a link to the Wikipedia explanation of podcasting. And I read that, right? Right. And I'm reading it. I'm like, how fucking old is this entry? Like, if I didn't know what podcasting was and you're like, here, this is what it is, I would be like, yeah, I still don't understand. Like, well, this that's is- why I gave her a cliff notes as well. Right. Which is, I said, it's basically talk radio. But isn't Wikipedia like something where you can just go and edit it? Maybe Go edit make that. Account? I feel like it could be edited a lot shorter than what the explanation is. It's kind of funny. Almost where I want to put it in the show notes. I probably won't remember to. Just Google it if you want to find out but i was just like what the fuck okay you're confusing people that obviously are confused already about podcasts right um so but yes we're here episode 50 this one's a little different 
we thought we'd talk to a couple people that we've mentioned on the show a few times. My brother Often. being one. Uh, I've told some stories with my brother and my buddy Rob, who I podcast with on another show. And we've talked about him the uh, episode where I talked about taking a pee while podcasting with you and Rob. Obviously, Rob wasn't with us. He was in Oklahoma, but uh, we just thought it'd be kind of fun to ask them some question about uh, horror movies and and then we would watch those movies, right? We asked them what their favorite horror movie was, was, is, was, and uh, had them do like a little sh- little stick on that. Shtick. A little stick? A little spiel. A little spiel. That's the word I was looking for. A little spiel on it. And then we watched them. And now we're going to talk about them. All and right. the movie, the first movie we're going to talk about is The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Which Sean's brother Scott. Well, actually, see, I was going to play the audio clip of when I interviewed my brother, and he would announce what it is. I you just ruined it. Was going to say, <laughs> and your brother Scott is going to explain it now. Listen. Okay. All right. So I am here with the shit, the crick shitter himself. <laughs> You've all heard the story. I've told my personal story about shitting in the creek, but. My brother Scott is here, and I'm going to ask him what his favorite horror movie is. I think The Exorcism of Emily Rose. When is that from, roughly? When is it from? Roughly. Probably uh, 2000s, early 2000s, early to mid. All right, so we haven't watched that. I don't think I've ever seen it. Nicole's probably seen it. But what is it? Okay, did you ever seen The Exorcist? Yes. All right, because we did that, and we kind of thought... It really wasn't all that scary. Right. But as a kid, I think people think it's really scary or younger. So how is this compared to that? Well, there's not... The the special effects, obviously, are better because it's newer. But um, it's based in a courtroom. So it's flashback to a priest is on trial and it flashes back to the nights of the exorcism and the things that this girl went through. So I think it's more realistic. And I think that's probably why it's... One of my favorites because if you're like me, you know, that, that realm of things can be true. So it's it's scarier than Jason Voorhees running around with a mask slashing. Do, do you want to tell your story from when you were a kid? Didn't you see something when you were a kid? I think I talked about it, but I can't remember because you're usually drunk. But that you had seen, didn't you see some old lady or something? Ma told me that. Ma told me that when we were living in Buffalo, I don't remember any of it. I don't know anything about it. But apparently we were living in Buffalo and the woman that owned the home, we were in the apartment upstairs, had died or something and I saw her in my room, something like that. But I don't remember it. Is that your only uh, paranormal activity that's happened to you or have you had other things that make you? Because I'm not a big, I've never had anything happen like that. Nicole has, she's talked about it. Um, she's, it's happened to her when we were together at the same apartment, not the same room. But I'm not a big believer of that stuff. I've, I've had things where I've seen different things. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to elaborate or no? No. <laughs> no. No. But I've had it's. It's not happened recently. It's been years ago. But yeah, did, I've had different things. Did it? Was that one of the things that triggered you to shit yourself in a creek? No, that was just I had a shit really bad, so I wanted to go. And the creek water on your uh, on your ass feels really good. That's exactly what I said. See, it cleans you don't. It out. Yeah, you don't have to wipe. It's clean. <laughs> All you have to do is face, you know, down. You have to have your ass facing upstream. Upstream, yeah, upstream. So you get a, a ride right up there. The cool for refreshing water. Yeah, yeah. We're like, Why are we talking about like this? Europeans? How did this? What does this have to do with my favorite horror movie? Because the reason we have you, I'm doing this with you, is because I've talked about you and your stories. And yeah, yeah. That was okay. one of the stories that we talked about. It was, a, yeah, that was great. All right. Well, thank you. That's all I needed from you. All right. All right, bye. See ya. Okay, so that's my brother. As I referenced in there, he was the one we... I th- What episode was it? I think it was the one where they couldn't talk, right? Quiet Place. Quiet Place, dude, from The Office. It was in that episode, I think I told a story about him having an accident in the creek, and then I talked about my incident in the creek. I think it worked out that way. I don't know. It was a while ago. But that's my brother, Scott. Uh, and to... You know, his defense, I kind of was like, because they were just up for Christmas and I had meant to sit down with them and record anyways for something else and just did not have time. And then he was leaving and I'm like, um, can you come with me for like two minutes in the garage real quick? And I grabbed my hand recorder 
And so he was a little uh, taken off guard with it. I didn't warn him about it or anything. But well, I had told him the night of our beer tasting, but he was drunk. Yeah, he was drunk. Everyone was drunk. I don't drunk. think he remembers. But so when he had mentioned that, now I said on there that you had seen it, but you said you had not seen that movie. I had seen that movie. Okay, this is another movie that I'm screwing up. I went with other my friend Janine to see that movie in the mm. movie theater. In the um, theater. I'm sorry. I'm mixing it up with Rob. Um, so when he to- said it to me and like he explains about, like I know my brother. He's afraid of that kind of shit. And he even, he referenced like, yeah, well, I've had other things. And I've talked to him. I'm not going to you know, get into it on this, but I don't necessarily really buy into all that kind of stuff but this is what i'll i'll say this like i guess my judgment of like what a good horror movie is is how i react the next day when i get up for work <laughs> Uh oh. because we watched this movie right and i was like man it was a little, it was kind of creepy you know it was definitely like i said to my brother with the exorcist we were like meh like yeah I'm not really but this one was creepy it had some creepy moments to it but the next day i had to go out and start my car before work it's dark out very kind of creepy out there i was looking over my shoulder what you're looking for a shadow that was going to possess you something i was a little creeped out and then even the other day i had to come down here we're in the basement at the bar recording i came down to the basement and then i turned off one light but usually there's another hall light on and it wasn't on and i fucking (gasps) was like oh shit Dun, dun, dun. And that was like five in the afternoon. So that means to me that it's a good horror movie because it creeps me. It creeped me out. It was okay. Seriously? Yeah. Well, I had seen it before. It was based on uh, some girl in Germany. I don't know. It was okay. Uh, I thought it. I thought it was good. I mean, I didn't love it, but I I found it entertaining. I enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically like my brother said, it's about, it's a really, it's a flashback movie. It's, there's a trial going on because of the priest who held the exorcism is being charged with murder, neglect or whatever, right? Criminal neglect or yeah. something. Because the girl, Emily, who it, the movie is about, dies from malnutrition. Yeah. And in the pictures, it's a movie, but yeah, she looked. But the real pictures of her, too. I didn't look at, I don't want to see those. Uh, look. Was she in real life? She died from malnutrition, uh, pneumonia, and something else. Yeah. So there was something I wanted to ask you about this, and I thought about it the other day, and I can't really remember exactly what it was, but it was something on the order of, you know, okay, so it's a movie, right? And it's based on some girls, right? Yeah. That, that happened. And do you, so do you think it was really just, um, Excuse me, because I don't really buy into that kind of stuff. That it it was just she I, was schizophrenic or something like that. I mean, the movie they kind of played off is like there's a there's a doubt that that was even real. Like the prosecutor was kind of reaching and bringing in experts to kind of say, well, it could have been this, it could have been that, and they're. Like, I think she probably was mentally ill. Yeah. She probably had schizophrenia or something like that. And if you're in a really religious family. And during the time when that happened, it was actually in the, like, 60s, I think. And The Exorcism had just come out recently. The movie The Exorcism, maybe it was in the 70s. 70s. Um, Yeah, I think she probably was just mentally ill. But if you're very religious, you're going to interpret it differently. Yeah. Possibly. Not everyone, but some people. You you could. You you could, could. And so that's how. And she also interpreted it as she was possessed. But if you're schizophrenic, I mean... You hear voices and you see things and yeah, but either way, unfortunately, she ended up dying in real life. So the the actress that was in this the, the She's that from movie Dexter Dexter she was Dexter's sister. I actually liked her better in this movie than in Dexter. She used to annoy the shit out of me in Dexter. Hmm. Maybe it was just a character Deb. But I lo- yeah oh yeah, but uh, I I liked her in this movie. There was some creepy parts like when she is at her dorm room because it kind of starts to it, it hits her when she's away at college, right? And if she that's the other thing like if she was really kind of I don't want to just put it on like being religious, but you know people go away to college to kind of get loose a little bit so if she was kind of maybe like keeping herself a little more reserved right and then these problems were happening so she's kind of alone in that situation but then she met a guy 
at college that kind of befriended her and they played it off as it was just a friendship or whatever. But he had spent the night in her dorm. And like when it kind of reminded me of the scene in The Exorcist where she's crawling down the stairs on her like backwards. Spider crawling. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that because he wakes up and then he's like, what the fuck? Well, she's all distorted yeah, on, the, on floor. the floor. Yeah. Like that was freaky. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't like that. No. Yeah. It was, you know, those possession movies. They can be creepy. I don't know. This one wasn't that creepy to me. All right. But I understand why, you know, you would find it creepy. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I could understand why my brother liked this. Knowing my own brother, Mm -hmm. you know, I liked it. I I think the ones like Green Room and all that kind of shit, that's what really freaks me out. Like, because it's more like, oh shit, that could happen. Right. I better not ever, my band never better play like a skinhead bar. And then I'm like, Your well, band. I'm not in a band. So. Your rock band band from uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling band and playing rock band and guitar hero. Yeah. You guys just set a TV up and just <laughs> playing rock band at a skinhead club. These guys are really good. Yeah. He plays on expert level. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two drum pedals. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I tried that shit. Oh, yeah. On Rock Band, I had the... the he thought he was the shit. I was the shit. Of all of our friends that played, I played that drum kit the best. I was it's, fucking awesome on that shit. It wasn't real drums. But I was... Okay, I was good at that game. You were good at that game. But I was very obsessed with that game. I would play drums all the time. I remember you went away for the weekend with the kids, and my big, like, guy weekend was having our friends' husbands over... And we played fucking rock band. It was fun then. It was. It was definitely fun. Mm-hmm. And I remember playing all day by myself too. Oh boy. Yeah. Bought all the Boston tracks. Mm-hmm. We just fucking jam Boston real loud. But yeah, I tried doing like two drum pedals. I had a headphone jack splitter and plugged two of them in there. I thought it would be easier. It was a lot harder. Hmm. I wasn't. Uh, I thought it was gonna be like Neil Pert on the rock band drums. I wasn't. No. No, I don't know who Neil Pert is. Drummer for Rush. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a, fucking awesome. He's a good drummer. Yeah. I remember my ex-boyfriend was a drummer, and he loved Rush. Yeah. Probably because he was a drummer. Yeah, I think he's probably known as probably the best fucking drummer. In the world? Probably, yeah. He's pretty fucking awesome. What about in the universe? Man, eh, maybe. Could what be about someone out there? And- in the galaxy far, far away? I don't recall, although... um. Maybe, uh, I, God, I feel like I'm screwing up. I'm not, I was going to re- reference the, uh, Cantina band and I can't think of it. Son of a bitch. Sean's getting old. His memory is leaving. Yeah. You know, those guys in the band. Yeah. So that was the exorcism of Emily Rose. So we're done with that movie. You're like, fuck it. It was all right. It like was it. fine. You know, I, I remember liking it the first time I saw it and on second watch, it was kind of boring. It was a little bit long, yeah, I think, all because the, it's more of a procedural. Yeah, all the court scenes. Yeah, but uh, I thought that you know, the flashback parts were kind of creepy and everything. And, and I liked the character of the priest, you know, being very devoted to telling her story so that it would open the eyes to other people that this shit could happen to try and keep out, what do they call it, the darkness or whatever, or basically the devil. To be more aware. Um, I think they were demons. I don't think it was the devil. I don't think the devil possesses people. I think he said at one point it was Satan. Well, I think Satan has better things to do than to possess some religious girl. Think so? Yeah. Like, I think if anything, Satan would send some demons to possess her. I don't know. Like, don't you? Satan is the king of hell, right? I don't know. He's hell king. You would think that he is. So he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of duties to do. In hell, I still think unless it's like Hellraiser and it's Cinnabites. Are we gonna? Are you gonna? I think we've talked about this. Are you gonna make me watch that movie sometime? No, you'll hate it. I so do you not want to watch it because you don't want me to? Because isn't that one of your favorite horror movies? It was my favorite in high school. So is it because you and don't I want also me to shit read on it? Comic books about it. So you're like, you will not touch my Hellraiser. Well, I tried because you'll hate it. You will hate it. You tried what? I tried Event Horizon, which I think is a really cool movie, and you hated it. Yeah, I did not like that. And it's like Hellraiser in space, so why would you like Hellraiser on Earth? I don't know. We already discussed that. I saw Hellraiser in space already. We didn't. Did we go see the space one? Yes, we did. 
That was my introduction to Hellraiser. And, <laughs> it was uh, like one of our first dates well, we when li- he was trying to impress me still and woo me. No, I think we lived together. Oh. I think he I already had, had wooed me into getting an apartment <laughs> together. <laughs> and we we tried listening to a, a Hellraiser audiobook too on a road trip, and we we were like, I think the discs were fucked up, or actually it was cassettes at that time, and they were something was messed up, and we we're just like, fuck this. Sean scratched them all. Well, they were tapes. Oh, Sean messed the tapes up. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to listen. Yeah, it was kind of kind of weird. Um, all right, so. I guess we can uh, get into our next movie Movie uh, that Rob what, recommended. What was that? All right, shut it. Shut up. Um, <clears throat> Sean's friend Rob, my friend Rob. Yeah. He recommended a movie. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say because Sean, uh, Sean probably doesn't want me to spoil it. Of course, it'll be in the title. No, it won't. Oh, it's a secret. Yeah. Oh, you should cut the whole thing out that I did with Scott. Then. <laughs> we'll see what I do in post. I don't know. Um, so uh, we'll let Rob tell you what he picked. All right. All right, guys. So I am here with Rob O'Hara. I've mentioned him a few times on the show. As a matter of fact, uh, I mentioned him on a story I told about having to pee when podcasting. So I want to ask you, Rob what your favorite horror movie is and i want to know why in a sh- kind of cliff notes but i want to ask you this did i ever tell you that story or was that the first time you were aware that i had actually peed when i was recording with you uh i think i knew about it the next day i think you had told me uh, the next day that uh, that that had happened and i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna say that that idea the same idea hasn't crossed my mind before i mean it's <laughs> Sometimes podcasts could go on a little longer, uh, you know, but the, the problem is now with the, the mics that we have that are so sensitive, you never know what uh, what sounds it's going to pick up. Yeah, that's what the mute button's for. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so uh, I wanted to talk to you. I want to talk to my brother, find out what your favorite horror movies are, why, and uh, as listeners will find out, we're Nicole and I are going to watch those movies and kind of give our feelings on those. So what is your favorite horror movie? Now, I I have to say that uh, I love all the classics. I like old horror. I mean, I like the really old classics. I like the 70s stuff or whatever. But when you asked me what my favorite one was, I did a lot of thinking. And I came up with one that I don't think would be on anybody else's list. And that is Chopping Mall. Okay, I've heard of it. And Nicole has seen it, I believe. I have not. Um, Chopping Mall... um, to me, I mean, it, it's a it, it's a decent horror movie. Like, it's not uh, super scary. It's not super gory. Any of those type of things, um, but it represents to me an era, and that is uh, those mid nineteen eighties when my friend and I, my, my buddy Jeff, I would go spend the night at his house. Now, my parents were a little bit more restrained on what I could watch. I was. Uh, you know, PG movies, you know, maybe an R-rated movie if, if uh, they had seen it before and screened it. Um, but not at Jeff's house. At Jeff's house, <laughs> anything went pretty much. And Jeff's mom would take us, I would spend the night over the weekend, and his mom would take us to the video rental store and just let us pick out anything we wanted, you know. And... A lot of times, like, you didn't know what the movies were. You just had what was on the, the front cover, you know, to look at. Like, you would look at the box art. And the cover of Chopping Mall is this, like, zombie-looking arm, like, with rotted flesh. And it's holding a bag. And I think in the bag are body parts and stuff. That has nothing to do with the movie. Absolutely nothing. Uh, it's just... Someone got that name, Chopping Mall, and made that artwork. And so that's why we rented it. Now, what Chopping Mall is about, like I said, it has nothing to do with that. It's about killer robots uh, that are, they're like security robots. Actually, imagine if uh, uh, Johnny Five or the robot from Short Circuit, Uh but uh, was uh, a little meaner and a little deadlier. Uh, That's kind of the idea of Chopping Mall. It's these robots that are, uh, security robots in a mall, the same thing happens. Lightning strikes the building and they come to life. But instead of uh, uh, funny songs and going on a road adventure, they decide to kill people in the mall. Uh, so it's a, uh, you know, it's that kind of 80s movie. Of course, uh, 
it really is kind of cliche if you think about it. There's teenagers uh, that decide uh, to spend the night in the mall. And uh, one of them knows somebody who works at the furniture store. So they have all these access to beds and things like that. So they're going to spend the night and have a slumber party. It just so happens it's on the same night that these robots uh, go crazy. So, uh, you know, there's there's plenty of killing. There's plenty of, uh, you know, all the stuff that you look for in 80s horror. But also, you have that uh, robot aspect. You know what I mean? Like, like they're... Um, they're killing machines. That's what they're desi- you know, designed to do. So it's a fun movie. The other thing I like about it, and this is uh, one of the reasons why I think uh, you enjoy this movie, is because the entire movie... There's boobies? Well, that's uh, the other thing, too. Yes, there's, it's 80s. This was... Uh, uh, the film was uh, made by Roger Corman's wife, and Roger Corman, uh, I think, oh. funded the movie. So there's... Wait a uh, second. Are we talking Roger Corman? Like... Uh, that part of the duel of uh, oh, what's his name? And he was on the Carol Burnett show. Is that that Roger Corman? That's Harvey Corman. <laughs> Roger Corman is uh, a, uh, a a filmmaker that's been making movies. Oh gosh, probably since the fifties or sixties. He's made um, uh, and then he got into cheap horror. You know, so he would just a lot of times he would uh, approve a movie based off the title. <laughs> so he would just say, yep, that sounds like a good movie. Next, you know, shoot it next, that sort of thing. Um, but the entire movie takes place in a mall in the 1980s. So as they're running around, you get to see all the places that used to be in the mall when we were kids. You know, it's that setting. In fact, this is the same mall that uh, they filmed Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the same mall, and it's the same mall that's in uh, Commando. So I, I think they, they had a uh, friendly relationship with uh, movie companies at that time. In fact, uh, there's a, a commentary track on Chopping Mall that explains how they were allowed to do whatever they wanted, but they couldn't start filming, I think, until like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And then by 9 in the morning, they had to have everything cleaned up every day. So they would come into the mall, set their stuff up, shoot all night long, clean everything back up, and then uh, the mall would reopen and nobody... You know, knew that stuff was going on. But uh, so a lot of the stores that you see in the background are real stores from that era. And um, I don't know about you, but there there was something about like being a kid in the 80s. Like when you would go to the mall, like I would just imagine like, man, wouldn't it be cool if you could be here after hours? Like if you could be the only person in the mall and just run around, you know, have free reign and stuff. So I, I think part of it, uh, the enjoyment of that movie is just that kind of aspect. Of course, when I was a kid, imagining that I didn't, you know, think about killer robots being on the loose as well. I'm excited to watch it for the, for that simple point is that I can see all these old stores in the background, but we'll see what I, we'll see what I like about it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the malls and I think maybe we, that's a subject for another podcast that you and I do together, throwback <laughs> reviews, where we'll talk about malls, but uh, we're going to wrap this up. I appreciate your input. Uh, we'll see if I appreciate the film though. Uh, All right, well, I'm doubtful. I, I will. Uh, no, you're going to love it. And um, every time that the robots uh, kill somebody, uh, they say what they're programmed to say, which is, thank you. Have a nice day. So <laughs> I will end on that note. Thanks for uh, asking me about my favorite horror movie. And uh, good luck uh, with the rest of the show. And uh, all I can say is thank you. Have a nice day. So, Rob, first off. There's a lot to say. I think there's a lot to say from both of us, not only on the movie, but on what Rob said. Slumber party. <laughs> I think it was more like a sex party. Yeah. Or almost orgy. I mean, they were having whoops. Yeah, but nobody was like. 10 feet from each other. Yeah. But- it was really, those were dirty, dirty girls and boys. <laughs> so dirty. How old do you think they were? Second part. Like- Teenagers or college? College. Because they were buying beer. And the two were oh, married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Second part, I always wanted to go in a mall after hours. And I wanted to roller skate through it. Yeah. And I had told you I would wanted to skateboard in one. Yes. Yeah, so fun. So fun. So the movie is Chopping Mall. And this movie has, I have so much to say, has um, Night of the Comets What's her name? Oh, Allison Parks. Kelly 
Maroney, Allison Parks. Yeah, but her name is Kelly Maroney. Oh, okay. So. And I met her once. She signed a picture for me because Night of the Comet was my favorite childhood movie. Yes, yes, I've seen that piece of shit. I mean, I saw that movie as well. Whatever. I love that movie. And I still <laughs> love that movie. And you know what? It maybe, maybe it's not as good as I remember, but I still fondly, I have fond memories of it. And that's good. You I should. watched it so many times. I own it still. And I have an autograph from one of the actresses. From do we have it on DVD? We do. Huh. Yeah. Are we ever going to do it for the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait. Um, yeah. What do you have to say, Sean? <laughs> well, oh, wow. So, yeah, I was going to comment on Slumber Party. Um, I don't think that was the correct term. I agree with you on that. Uh, it was, I think Rob was just trying to be a little He was being PG. PG and we are R-rated. Yeah, for sure. Um, there, the album, the, the cover art. That's um, so funny. It was funny when we listened to his message earlier and you had, yep, that's like basically how you would rent movies. Like that's how I remember as a kid when you actually go into a fucking video store. Yep. You kind of, or at least I did, you kind of scan the cover first and then that was read the, with the best part. Yeah. About renting movies. But I think that was a popular thing where it's like you would have something on the cover that just had nothing to do had with nothing it. to do with the movie. And as I think I've mentioned before in the podcast, I, my first job was I worked at a video store back in the video store days and there was no DVDs. It was VHS. Yeah. And it was, um, I loved that job. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great job. I, I, you know, what's funny is like, like, I mean, we're open about the fact that a lot of times I fall asleep and and I've been been doing very well on some episodes, the past episodes. Right. Um, (laughs) but I do, I do kind of miss those days. Um, and I think it was more, I mean, we did it when we had kids, but more when it was just you and I, where it was like on a Friday or whatever, Saturday. We would go to Blockbuster. Yeah, like a Saturday around six o'clock, you'd go to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or whichever, you know, video store it was. And you were there for a good half hour or so, kind of going through the movies. Trying to get a new release and they were all gone. Well, that's what I was going to say. It was like you went there usually with a specific movie, but you weren't sure if you'd get it. Right. Um, so then you're kind of looking at everything else. And we are lucky enough. We still have a video store here. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's all DVDs and Blu-rays, but we still have one family video. Yeah. And it, I haven't gone in a while. I probably should go just so they stay open. But yeah, it's kind of nice. It is, it is cool to have like the actual physical media sometimes, although they're notorious for having, uh, DVDs that fucking skip or don't play or are scratched up and all that kind of stuff. It but happens. It still is kind of cool to actually go to the video store and, and get that thing. So, uh, it's kind of funny that he brought that up because I just thought that I was like, holy shit, remember that. Um, I'm trying to think of all the things that he was talking about that, uh, kind of rang, uh, ring a bell for me but one thing is where i said I, you know I, I i'm not i doubt i'll like it or whatever and he's like oh no you're gonna love it fuck that <laughs> <laughs> um so oh so here's the thing like this whole movie right um rob and i talked about this on his he mentioned it and then we talked for we were i was probably on a call with him for like over an hour today and we were talking about the malls and stuff and i said dude like i am genuinely excited to watch this movie just for the simple fact that I want to look at the stores that are in this mall. Right. And so in the beginning of the movie, I was a little distracted by that. I cannot say that I saw one fucking store that I, that I knew in this. On it that was mall. a weird mall. I mean, but yes. Yeah, so, so we they noticed had a paint store. They had hardware stores, they had a gun store. Well, that was a sporting goods store. And I, I'm, I'm because in the eighties, I'm sure it was, a, I mean, I don't know about an M16, but it was a little bit no, more relaxed. Because there's dicks at our mall and they have guns. So if we were in Chopping Mall at our mall, we could go to Dick's and get guns. But at that, but they're like behind a cabinet and all that. So like these well, were like we right on the racks like a golf club. Break them. We break it open. Right. But so, yeah, we were just kind of like, all right, there's fucking like how many hardware stores are in this mall? They had cans of gasoline in the mall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Paint. But there wasn't. But I was looking. I'm like, there's no store that i noticed in the background all i saw was casio watches but that was inside a store wasn't it no it was like a uh one of those kiosk Kiosks. stores 
But did you know, or were you not paying attention? Like I was really no, there was nothing. Oh, and in the beginning, I think Flourishems or Flourishheim's shoes was like one of the only ones that I noticed. In the beginning, the two girls that were working at the restaurant. Oh my god, that cook was so gross it looked like he was growing mold on his shirt and then he kept wiping his like thing he was using to make food on his mold shirt oh okay so as you're saying that it just kind of hit me do you remember a show called you can't do that on television yeah and you remember i believe his name was barf Mm-mm. He was the cook in the back of the diner, and they, and the kids would say something, and he'd be like, I heard that. And he was disgusting like that. He was, like, smoking. He had, like, a scruffy beard, and he was fucking disgusting. And now I'm like, shit, I wonder if the creators of You Can't Do That on Television were influenced by that guy in this part. Probably. He was nasty. Because, the, yeah, he was disgusting, and he kept wiping the spatula all over him. Ugh, la, la, la. Yeah, it, it was yeah. gross. Um, okay. Now, Rob, I just want to say... Oh. Excuse me. Whoa. I liked this movie. <laughs> you know what? If it wasn't an 80s movie, right? I think it's what, 86, I want to say? Yes, 1986. I probably wouldn't have, uh, I don't want to say put up with it, but I, I, I probably wouldn't have been as tolerant with the movie because I did like that feel of the movie. But as far like man, it was it was cheesy. Oh yeah, it's I'm supposed sure, to be cheesy. Yes, the hair was big and frizzy, and the pants were tight and up vaginas. Even I even saw the one guy's balls were like he had like man camel toe. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice some camel toe on your girl. Yeah, but there was point. camel toe on her future boyfriend i'll tell you rob he delivered on the boobs there was there was there was enough a boobs ton in of boobs all different kinds yeah there so was many boobs. nice ones some that were kind of like yeah not really my guy there was like 80s panties you oh, know string yeah. bikinis yep mm-hmm. big like we saw everyone's boobs but kelly Mar- maloney is that her name <laughs> i didn't want to see her boobs anyways well we saw everyone else's boobs Maroney. This, this is definitely a time where actresses didn't have to be like supermodels like now. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. But uh, so delivered on that. So good for you, Rob. Thanks for that. Uh, I liked it, Rob. I, I yeah, it was. I I did mention to you a couple of times. Like fucking, Sean did not I'm care this piece for of it. Shit gonna be over with. But I also could see like my brother. I could see why Rob liked this. Um, and, and he, oh, one of the other things he says, where it's like totally Johnny Five from uh, Short Circuit, right? It's almost like these guys found the surplus uh, robots from that movie, but only the bottom half of them. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like Johnny Five on the bottom half, and then they were just like, what are we going to do? I don't know. Put a bucket on the top. We had some... four arms, too. Oh, my God. And they loved the pinch. And they liked right? putting their arms up like they were like dancing. You know what I did like about this? And they just pinched people's necks open. Yeah, like Michael, I think, gets his neck slit open. The gum chewer? Yes. Oh, my God. He chewed so much gum, and it was oh, it was terrible. Yeah. And, and like, the, there's a part where, like, some security guards, and I think they're kind of, like, in charge of the robots, right? Because they're in this, there's, like, electrical panels all over, and lights just fucking flickering for no reason, except for it looks fancy. Yeah, there's, like, little um, doodad lights. Like, what? What were those for? Uh, I think to make it look high tech because there's three fucking robots in the back. Like if this this row is all lit up, then it means the world is going to blow up. Like what does it mean? I I don't know. Um, but like the, he had the gum chewer, right? And it was super fucking annoying. Oh like, yeah. Oh my god. But then the security guard, like Nicole, thought there was some like plot twist because the security guard had his donut. And then it cuts scenes, or it doesn't cut scenes, but you, you don't see the donut. And now it's half, like there's three quarters of a donut. Now there's half a donut. And it was just like, yeah, they're probably taking all day to shoot it. And they, were, and they just eat the donut all day? And they were, yeah, they were just eating the or donut. Or there were like mice coming and eating the donut. It could be. Robots. I don't think that's what it was, but. I didn't think it was a plot twist. I just thought it was like one of those things where you're like, oh, look, that's not the same amount of donut that was just there. And that guy didn't eat any donut. Yeah. And then the guy who did finally eat the, all the donut, he chewed that donut for like 
five minutes. That's what I was going to say. He was just, we thought he was chewing gum. It was a donut. Because when he died, donut came out of his mouth. Yeah. And that guy, I, we've seen him in, like, you've seen him in other movies, haven't you? Like, uh, I don't remember. All I remember is donut. But I'm, I'm pretty I've sure. seen donuts in other movies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if anybody is a former skateboarder from, like, the 80s, that, uh, Bones Brigade, Animal Search for Animal Chin. I believe he's in the beginning in that movie, like a newscaster, but I'm not positive. I'm pretty huh. sure. So, yeah, I'll have to check that out. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a funny movie. It was cheesy, over the top. I guess you know that whole '80s kind of feel. Like, like, like Rob said, it's like an era, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew you would like it as we were watching it. I liked it. And this was your first time because I did say that when I talked to Rob, I was like, I didn't see it, but I think Nicole has. And you're like, I had oh, seen I the first seen 15 minutes of it. But I, I did like how they opened the movie with like, you think, I was like, shit, we're already like, do getting chased. And it was, it was the company that's in charge of these kind of like selling it to the people at the mall. Like, this is what they're going to do. And they're all confident. The company should have known that. If there's a thunderstorm, lightning will turn the robots evil. But the guy says, I, I don't remember the exact words, but they were like famous words of like, nothing could go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because these robots will not kill you. They only put you to sleep. Fade to horny dudes trying but to get like, the mall. Like they, they won't kill you. They only put you to sleep, but they have lasers that explode your head. What's that all about? That was like, yeah. so that laser had hit her. When the one girl, when she was running, right? Laser head hit her here and there. And then when it hits her head, it exploded her whole entire head. Well, it, it hits your girl, I think, once yeah, in the shoulder. But it they hits don't the explode. Guys. Is yeah. it only a headshot with well, the laser explodes? Probably it? programmed different intensities of that laser. So beam. if it hits, you know, like a head, it knows explode. Yes, but what it won't do is if it happens to hit something reflective it won't destroy that thing Mm -mm. it'll bounce off and hit Mm -hmm. itself Mm -hmm. (laughs) that way i was like really Mm -hmm. and i love the janitor that gets all pissed off he's mopping up oh he's been in so many movies yeah uh and he's he's, his name is dick well in real life yeah his real name is uh dick miller yeah um that's a good name it is hey what's your name dick dick Miller. Dick Miller. That almost seems like that's not an actor's name. It's just like Dick Miller. That would have been my name if I was a boy. Yeah. Dick Miller. Yeah. For real. <laughs> For reals. Um, I don't know. There was That part was kind of funny where he gets, uh, what gets is he, electrocuted. Like, what is he mopping up? I think it, it looked it, like it been a cereal. Right? Well, it had cereal pieces in it. So then I was like, is it a throw up? Is it an ice cream cone? Is it a bowl maybe, of cocoa rice? Maybe it was a malted. Malted milkshake? Wouldn't yeah. It just and be called, he's mopping just be called it malt? up. Yeah. He's mopping it up with its own self. Yeah. Like just spreading the stuff around. It was gross. I see guys at work, the the the, the like janitor crew that works at, at my facility, they're like outsourced, you know? And I'll see that and I'll be like, you're just fucking spreading shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a janitor. It was my first job. I know how to fucking mop. And these guys just kind of swish it all around. And I actually I actually saw one time when I worked midnights years ago, the motherfucker wiped the top of the fucking tables with the, with the mop. Oh, that's disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Is that why you don't eat lunch in the cafeteria? Uh, no, I don't, I don't eat lunch in, in the break room because I just don't want to deal with anybody for 20 minutes. I want my own time, but... Uh, yeah, that was fucking disgusting. Mm. That janitor has since passed away. Well, that's sad, but that's gross. It was pretty gross. It was, it was <clears throat> really gross, but. So, Rob, thank you for this gem of a movie. I loved it. Sean, what do you have to say? Um, I'm glad I watched it. I can see this being a recommendation from Rob. Seems fitting. Girls with big 80s hair and. Big old boobies. Crazy music and big old boobies. But I, I don't think I'll be rushing out to rent this one at Family Video anytime soon. <laughs> so there is a chance that Rob will be coming to visit again. 
a chance. Yes. And if he does, it will be in the very, very near future. Um, now, he said that I told him he would have choice of movie, but I mean, I'm just saying, putting this out there, your Night of the Comet could be an option. It could be. I mean, we could do two we episodes. Could, we could let Rob pick. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. He's kind of come up here. We'll probably just have a night where we just chill out and drink. We could always do two episodes. That's true. True. Although I get tired after one. We did two we've, tonight. We've tried. Well, we did two today. Yeah. We did one earlier. We're doing this one now. We've tried to do back-to-back episodes. It's and when tough. we're drinking, by the time we get about 20 minutes into the second episode, we're just like, yeah, maybe we should do this again tomorrow. And we just start talking silly. Because, I mean, yeah, we, we kind of go get a little off. Off the chain on on episodes, but I think we get off the chain normally. So when we've been drinking, it was it's really real bad. bad. Well, we're always drinking most of the time. Although today oh, we today weren't, we, we drink had coffee. coffee. Um, but normally, yeah, normally we're doing it at night and we're and we're having some drinks. I'm having a nice uh, Oktoberfest, an authentic Bavarian festival lager, uh, much better than the Scottish nut that I had earlier. This. Yeah, you told us about that earlier. It was disgusting. Well, I liked it. No, I didn't like it. How are you doing on your one of five beers over there? Three. So I finished this brown sugar. Oh, you did finish the brown sugar. It was good. That was the third one And now I'm drinking my bumbleberry. Yeah, that was a little too This one, I don't think I'm going to make it through. Yeah, we. I opened one that is like pudding pop. It's called pudding pop. It's It's chocolate, vanilla. It's stout. And uh, and I like a stout, but that was like <laughs> it's very sweet. When I opened it, a little bit like flung on my thumb, and I kind of went, "Oh shit!" And then I poured it, and I was like, "It flung oh, on his shit. thumb, and it burnt a hole through it." His his thumb. It did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a moment there. So um, yeah, that's our fiftieth episode. Wow, it was exciting, huh? So exciting! So thanks, exciting. thanks, Scott and Rob for. Contributing to the podcast. I know. Scott will never listen to this, but Rob, hey, thanks. Rob, you're listening right now. Yes, thank you. So thanks for the the recommendation. He recommended another movie, uh, Parents, I think. Mm -hmm. But that's not what we're doing next. I know it's not what we're doing next. Next we are doing uh, Super Dark Times. Yeah, that's what I'm told. I know nothing about that movie, (laughs) but I guess I'll watch it. Yes. It's on Netflix. You can watch it on there. It's very good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> I thought you told me you did see it before. I saw it, yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. But the movie that he recommended, is it called Parents? It is. Did you see that? No, but we're going to do it. It's an 80s flick, I think he said. Uh, he told me about it today. Yeah. Um, we'll do it uh, later. We that. have a next the next couple of movies picked out, but yeah. Yeah, so we should be pretty set. Maybe we get ourselves... A little ahead of the game, we had said, you know, we're going into New Year. We wanted to be a little more consistent on Tuesday release, so it would be nice to get ourselves a little bit ahead of the game. Oh, there's our annoying dog. Oh, looks like he has to go potty. So on that note... No, I had something to say. Oh, I'm sorry. But go ahead. never mind. No, say it. No, I was just going to say congratulations on 50 episodes. That's right. I'm 50, glad we got I can't here. believe we did 50 episodes. I know. You know what's funny, too, is... Um, it, so Rob is a podcaster, not only with me, but on his own. And when he started a podcast, um, he had started his first episode at 100, right? So, or it was either 100 or 110. So that it had the effect of like an established podcast. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tricky. And sometimes I think about like our show and I think, man, I wish I could, I, I feel like we, like the past probably year or so, maybe, eight months or whatever, like have kind of found our kind of, you know, you, the show has to kind of find itself, right? How it flows and everything. And I feel like this, this past six months or so, like our episodes have kind of done that. And so I always, I always think maybe I should get rid of the first 20 episodes. Why? Because <laughs> no. I think they were boring. No, they weren't. Maybe some of them were, but no. Higgins. Well, I, I'm not going to. I just think that sometimes because I think, man, I, I, if people like find the show from like ratings or reviews on, inst- not Instagram, but iTunes, uh, I'd rather they listen to more recent episodes. I well, feel like we found our flow. I mean, whatever. Every podcast has to go through growing pains, right? Yeah, I guess so. Kirk Cameron of podcasts. 
Well, I don't know about that. All right. Well, like <clears throat> I said, this is 50. Congratulations. Well, uh, here's to 50 more, Nicole. 50 more. That could potentially be this year, right? If we do it every week. I'm sure we'll uh, take a little bit off here and there for we'll vacations. See. But uh Yeah, we're also we're planning on being more consistent and that's our New Year's resolution. Yes. And uh we're gonna be making t shirts. We are? We are. All right. Not right away, but <laughs> in the next couple months. Yeah, we'll we'll we're we're trying to figure that all out and then we'll kind of uh release that on here or something, but Excuse me. Man, I'm choking. I'm burping up on my October Sean's got gases coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we have all that going on. But uh, thank you to our anonymous five-star giver on iTunes. Oh, yes. It was such a nice Christmas gift. I loved it. Thank you. Did it say anonymous? It it was just a five-star. Oh, okay. I guess. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I guess it doesn't. You don't have to say who it is. I don't know. But... Nonetheless, we would really appreciate anyone that's listening. If you like the show, you know, if you could go to iTunes or whatever you get your podcast, whatever podcast you give us a rating, a review, it just helps other people find the podcast and uh, we'd appreciate it. But thank you, Anonymous. Merry thank Christmas you. to you, too. Thank you, five star man person. <laughs> five star person. Five star person. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up, right? We got dogs getting crazy. Hmm. Always ruining shit. I know. It ain't a kid, it's a dog. Mm hmm. That's right. Fuckers. All right. Well, um, we'll see you for Super Dark Times next. Yep. All right. Good night. Cheers. Cheers. If we took the holiday-